Hey there, friends. Jay Revel here. Welcome to another installment of Mid-Am Crisis. I am so glad to have you listening in today. I've got a new voice for you this week that I really think you're going to enjoy hearing from. His name is Malcolm Scoville. Malcolm, uh, being completely open and transparent with you, is a good friend and client of mine. And he is someone who I've really enjoyed developing a partnership with of late. He's the founder of an app, a mobile app called Imagine Golf. If you haven't heard of Imagine Golf, hopefully you have because last week was their first full-time week as a sponsor of this show. But Imagine Golf is a app that is tailored to improving your mental game on and off the golf course. And Malcolm and I seem to have somewhat of the same wavelength that we're on when it comes to how we think about the game of golf. Um, I think most of you who listen to this show would probably agree that I tend to lean much more on the spiritual side of things and uh, really trying to connect both with my inner self and almost meditation through the game of golf. Um, And that's very much uh, a, a part of Malcolm's world too. And so I actually stumbled upon Imagine Golf. Uh, a friend of mine told me about it. I was really intrigued. And after listening to some of the daily lessons that Malcolm and his team produce, I was, I was hooked pretty quickly. And then, as fate would have it, uh, Malcolm and I got hooked up. Uh, he took interest in some things I was producing just as I was taking interest in things he was doing. And we've been doing some work together recently, and I've really enjoyed getting to know him. And I wanted you to have an opportunity to hear straight from him what his world is like and what inspired um, uh, Imagine Golf. It's funny, as we were talking, we actually discovered uh, a mutual connection that just really threw us both for a loop, which is really cool. Uh, And you'll get a taste of that during this conversation. But uh, Malcolm, again, he lives in San Francisco. He's come there through growing up in San Francisco. He spent his college years in St. Andrews, which obviously really shaped how he comes to understand the game of golf. So Uh, I want you to hear his story. I want you to hear in on this conversation. As always, I try to bring you some unique perspectives on the game. I think this is a voice you're going to start to hear uh, a lot more from uh, in the not-too-distant future. So uh, I hope you are well. I hope you are hopefully getting out on the course as spring is coming upon us around the country. I know that my mood has improved dramatically now that daylight savings time has returned and I'm able to get back out on the golf course with my good friend Leon and Uh, even evenings with my wife and daughter Winnie. Couldn't be more excited for a big golf season ahead, and I'm excited for you to hear this conversation with my good friend, Malcolm Scoville, founder of Imagine Golf. Hope you enjoy. Malcolm. Hey, Jay. What's going on, buddy? Man, it's a, a, a beautiful day here in Florida. I uh, just rolled back into town from uh, a couple of days up in Pinehurst and uh, kind of near your uh, your original stomping grounds, I suppose, right? It is. I'm, uh, I can smell the, uh, the pine trees just listening to you uh, say the word Pinehurst. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so you, um, you got out on number two? I did. Uh, I, I got out there and... Uh, uh, handed my pride over with a smile and and had a, a lovely day getting uh, uh, rejected off of those greens all afternoon. It was, it was a fun walk there. Oh man, that's um, this time of year, springtime in North Carolina. 
I mean, the birds are starting to chirp. The flowers are blooming. Oh, it's just such a great time of year. Um, so, yeah, I, I was actually my first, uh, I think I told you this once, one of my first jobs was working the uh, uh, the U.S. Open, the year Payne Stewart won it in 99. Yeah. Oh, you know, my brother and a uh, few buddies, we heard they were hiring folks to haul around, you know, Cokes and, you know, all sorts of kegs and, and gear <laughs> between the corporate tents. So we, uh, yeah, we did that from kind of Sunday to Sunday and on everybody was so crazy at the end there when uh, I was Payne and, 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 and Phil, uh, you know, at the end and we basically all, like we knew our jobs were ending that day. It was like a one week gig. So everybody <laughs> kind of took off and, uh, said, all right, look, the tents, nobody's, nobody needs any new equipment right now in the tents. So, um, we, uh, we climbed up some, some, uh, poles and found our, uh, found our view to watch Payne sink the pot. It was pretty amazing. So, no, that's cool, man. Yeah, it's funny. I've I've taken a couple trips up there in the last two years, and everybody seems to have a story about that '99 Open, and it it seems like it's a real seminal you know moment for that community. Like it, like the you, I think people just can trace back a lot of changes in the trajectory to the positive, to you know, pain making that putt, and it just you know it, it set the whole community on a path to a lot of success uh, in the last couple of decades. Pretty cool. Oh, such a, yeah. I mean, just amazing. Um, and his memory lives on there, you know, so it is just like a triumph um, for him and his career. And uh, yeah, just that, that, um, that fist in the air, you know, I just you think about that oftentimes in life. So um, yeah, well, I wish I was there playing with you. I'm out in California right now. Um, and uh, yeah, We've got it's golf weather out here, so um, and it, and the courses are all open, so we've um, trying to trying to get out and uh, as old Alistair McKenzie says, you know, it's like the golf golf prescription, so uh, good for the uh, good for the soul to get out get out there a couple times. Oh uh, yeah, so no, no doubt about it. Well, it's it's always golf weather in uh, in most parts of California. I feel like, and um, you know, it's it's funny. I sit there, I think about. You, know, you and I were talking kind of about your story recently. You know, you've got uh, you've got chapters in North Carolina, you've got chapters in St. Andrews, you've got chapters in California. That's that's three pretty good uh, locales to get hooked on the game, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, a lot of history in those places with the game, and uh, yeah. So I, I um, yeah, I was in North Carolina growing up, and then um, a few years outside of Boston, but then. Kind of a, a, a life's twists and turns took me to St. Andrews uh, for for four years of of college, but it was you know kind of the University of Golf there, you know. So I, I studied economics, but I, I, you know, it's just it's the I, you know the deal there. If you if you're a student, you get the resident rate, so you pay a hundred pounds when you show up in August, and you can play unlimited golf on the old course, new course, Jubilee. Uh, you know, the, the Strathtyrum, all the, all their courses there. And, um, I think it's got, it's gotta be the best deal in golf. You basically just, you know, become a student. And, uh, we, we worked it out that if you added up all the rounds that you, if you would have paid as a tourist, they kind of paid us to go there. So, uh, it was, hmm. uh, yeah, but that's talk about, talk about golf history. So, uh, special, special place. Um, yeah, man. 
Yeah, I, I I wish someone would have tapped me on the shoulder and told me about that when I was, you know, 18 years I old. Know. I just got been lovely. dumb luck. Dumb luck. Oh, that's all right. That's, that's a big part of the game. Uh, but how did that experience shape how you, you know, come to understand golf today? And, and maybe a, a, a better way to ask that question, you know, I, I, I love the way you talk about what you do, and maybe you can kind of talk about that some, but – you're you're on a mission and and i really love the way you use that expression and i think about you know how you go from being someone who went to the university of golf essentially uh and how does that shape you know the mission that you're on today yeah i mean I, you know this you know the imagine golf journey for me has been it's been like a personal like my own personal hero's journey so you know we you know there's joseph campbell the myth the myth of the hero and and so many great tales of uh, throughout time, you know, from, uh, from, from Jesus right through to, to the matrix, uh, you know, where the, the, you know, this character is called on an adventure, uh, and along the way they, they, they meet resistance and they don't want to take the, the, the adventure. And then eventually they step over the precipice and, uh, and, and meet a mentor, uh, and, and get some tools and they kind of go and slay the dragons and climb the, the, the mountains and go down to the valleys. And, uh, yeah, golf is just such a metaphor for life. And, uh, and, you know, with imagine golf, the, the, the app I've been, you know, pouring so much of, of uh, the last year and a half into it's, uh, it's just, it has been a way to, uh, to take the idea of, of golf as a metaphor for life and then, and actually, uh, teach through these three minute daily lessons uh, you know, these the, the really through parable, um, the, you know, the very specific ways that we can improve our, our mental strength on the course. And it has such an application to our mental strength off the course. So I've, I've just been fascinated. I've shared this with you before, you know, this ideas of self-talk and visualization and uh, focus and concentration is just, you know, those are all areas that for one reason or another, I've just always been drawn to kind of the self-development, like the human flourishing, you know, back to the great philosophers, figuring out how we make the most of our life. And uh, the great golf writers, including you, you know, tap into that. And um, so, uh, yeah, I think that was, that seed was planted probably hauling uh, kegs around Pinehurst and then going over to St. Andrews, spending four years there. And um, yeah, this uh, one, well, I actually played around with uh, the guys that produced the movie, The Legend of Bagger Vance. And, uh, that was a, um, uh, that just, you know, you just meet so many amazing people just hanging around the golf course there. Uh, and like legend of Bagger Vance, another great hero's journey. Um, and you know, all golf nuts will know that story. Uh, another time I was sitting in the, in the new, the new clubhouse, uh, studying for an exam. And, uh, like I'd oftentimes study and then go out to the range or, you know, play nine holes. And this guy walks in, I haven't told you this story. He's got the, you know, just dressed to the nines and he's got this mm. curly Q mustache. He's just straight out of central casting and he comes over and there's nobody else there. It's pretty early in the morning. And he sits down and says, Hey, you know, you know, can I join you? And it uh, turns out it was um, Sid Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> when you said curly mustache, yeah. I was like, Oh my God, it had to have been Sid. Yeah. So Sid, that is incredible. And he tells me like he's an author. He's like, you know, the Bobby Jones scholar and telling me all these stories. <laughs> and 
and we were pen pals for years after he sent me all of his books. So that was like, you know, uh, you know, touched by one of the great historians of the game who then sent me several of the books that he, um, that, that he had uh, written and, you know, Bobby Jones story of like, you know, I can't remember what open it was, but how he, you know, really lost his, um, lost his temper and out, out of the old yeah. course mm -hmm. and, um, and basically just walked off the course and, uh, and it was a real show of poor sportsmanship. And that was like, that was the moment that was the low point for him. And, uh, you know, at the, he actually then turned his whole, you know, attitude to, to golf and life around and became the ultimate sportsman, the ultimate gentleman. But he was the, the, the kind of the classic sports brat, you know, before that. Um, and things weren't going his way. There was clubs off, you know, off, just off to the side and dropped off the course. So the stories like that of redemption and going through tough times and coming out on top. And, you know, those, I just, I love that. And uh, whether it's, an entrepreneurial story or a golfer story. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, man, that's crazy. That's small no. world. I, you know, city and I are tight. I, you know, he, you know, his, his office is three blocks. No way. Down there and, oh you know, man. Oh yeah. I, I don't, I can't believe I, I, that we haven't. Yeah. Fumbled that up in a conversation somewhere. That's well, amazing. it's because you're, uh, uh, you, you wrote an article for, um, uh, what was golfers journal recently, right. About Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah. And he's, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, a, I guess, so I got to actually get linked back up with him through you. So let's do that. And, um, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll send him a note yeah. later and copy on it. And he, I, I, I don't know if he'll remember, but I think he, he's got a great memory. He'll probably will. So, um, oh, uh, he'll, yeah. We he, shared, if there's anybody that'll remember it, yeah, we shared some handwritten <laughs> notes back and forth. And that was, uh, yeah, that was, um, yeah, but this, you know, I think golf, you know, is you just meet so many, so many special people. And um, that's what life's about, you know, is connecting with good people. Um, and the, this mission, you know, that you talked about is, you know, really to help people go from where they are to where they want to be on the golf course uh, through through helping them learn and really more, more importantly than learn, but really implement and apply uh, the lessons around the mental game of golf. Um, but, but really to do that, kind of imagine golf is in some ways a Trojan horse for helping people do that off the course. So every, the mo you know, we've got now a couple hundred thousand folks that have downloaded the app and thousands of reviews have come in and it's amazing how consistent the message is like these three minute daily lessons are helping me play the best rounds of my life or, you know, significantly lower my handicap but it's really helping me with my relationship with my, like my brother, or it's like, it's helping me, you know, realize things about myself that I hadn't thought about before. So, and that's what golf can do. So uh, yeah, it's a um, mission is, you know, it's really a personal professional development uh, mission that we're on. So it's, it's, it's rewarding. It's fun. And we, you know, making, you know, we're, we're making bogeys and sometimes a double bogey along the way as we're, as we're trying to get, you know, get, get through the, get through a, a great round every day, but, um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been, it's been exciting. Yeah. So it's interesting to me, you know, again, the universe works in all kinds of mysterious ways, just like that Sydney story. But a few years ago I started listening to Bob Rotella's books and I just got, I just loved it. I, I absolutely, I felt like I had a, 
a mental coach whispering in my ear. And then I listened to uh, the, the audio version of golf in the kingdom is really well yeah. produced. And that's a great listen. And I, I, I give it a listen almost every year uh, at some point. And, um, you know, I think about that and I think about um, uh, an app like calm, right. Yeah. Which, you know, I list, I, I started getting into listening to these daily short meditations and, you know, it just seems like the world is so ripe for, you know, golf to be in that space. And here you come with this really great app. Um, and, and you've got a history sort of um, in that yeah. world that, that helped shine the light for you for that path. So what was that, what was yeah. that journey like? Well, you know, I've been, you know, all, you know, just fascinated by, um, you know, personal and professional development, as we talked about. So I was, you know, when I was in high school and at St. Andrews, you know, reading all the books, like uh, everything from the seven habits of highly affected people to think and grow rich to, um, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of biographies, you know, biographies of people like Richard Branson and, um, you know, Warren Buffett, you know, just fascinated me. And really what you kind of get inside of is like, what are the, what are the voices inside people's heads here that are, that are achieving great things? Um, and oftentimes their story is one of actually a lot of negative voices in their head, kind of stinking thinking as Zig Ziglar called it. Um, and, uh, and, uh, one of my closest friends, um, he had gotten into meditation cause you know, he'd had ups and downs in his, um, his entrepreneurial career. And he ended up founding the meditation app calm, uh, as a way to, to, to bring, uh, really meditation to the masses and, and I call what they do Nike for the mind, really working on mental performance uh, th through, you know, through proven, you know, thousand year old methods of, of, of mindfulness. And um, what was interesting watching him build calm was just how they kind of took this 10 day meditation retreat and turned it into a 10 minute, you know, daily, daily meditation and uh, really, really impactful, an opportunity to, you know, it, it, even though you're not 10 days away in the middle of the wilderness, you know, you still can create a very powerful experience for the listener through the power of, of, um, of recorded audio. And, um, yeah, so I, I, um, you know, got early advisor, you know, and just a, merely a friend of the company and, and helping them out in various ways, but took a lot of those learnings into imagine, imagine golf. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it is amazing how you can actually change the voice in the mind of someone who's listening to the app, you know, at least for those few minutes each day. And if you do it continuously, those that self-talk and is, is more positive, encouraging voices are ones that, you know, they kind of rattle around, they ripple, they linger uh, after the, you know, you're, you're, you, you listen to the daily lesson. So um, I think there's just, you know, like you said, you listen to, um, you know, some, some great golf books and they really resonated you know, the books on tape, like Tony Robbins type stuff and Zig Ziglar, you know, folks listening to in the car and we used to drive a lot more and listen to a lot more audio that's been around for a whole, you know, decades. So really we're, what we're doing is not that different. Uh, we're, we're just, you know, bringing it to the, you know, through the power of, you know, mobile apps. Um, you know, it makes it a little more convenient. You don't have to be driving around, but, um, a lot of people do listen to our app, like on the way to the course or walking the dog. Um, and that's the other thing I think that we've kind of leaned into is this snackable, uh, content. So we, 
we just we just deliver a three minute lesson each day. It, it's kind of like a mentor calling you up for a few minutes and just sharing a, a story or like like somebody like Sid Sydney, you know, Matthew's walking over and just say, Hey, I gotta put his arm on your shoulder and say, I got a lesson for you, kid. You know, you know, did you hear the story <laughs> about you know how Alistair McKenzie went from being a doctor uh, to being a golf course architect? And the reason he did that was uh, because he actually, after seeing patients, you know, struggling with anxiety and depression and all sorts of physical ailments, he's like, the best prescription I could give him was to get outside and go play some golf. And um, he's like, you know, a more powerful way for me to get people out playing golf was to design beautiful courses that would bring them out. So it was like this idea of the golfer's prescription was like that, that one story and nugget would be something that, you know, it only takes a few minutes to really share that in a beautiful way and in a memorable way. So, uh, yeah, we, we, we're like treasure hunters out looking for those stories and then sharing them, uh, in, in a way that's really convenient for folks. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I've done some writing about what I call small yeah. doses of golf and, and, and really what I, you know, the, the thought process of that was, you know, wouldn't it be great if, you know, New York City, right next to the little, uh, you know, sort of fenced-in um, basketball courts or soccer pitches, had you know a synthetic putting green, you know. And I, I've just always believed that you know having these little, you know, arenas for golf that people can access can really help grow the game. But you know what you're doing, you're kind of taking that in another another direction of, hey, if you are willing to give three minutes of your day you can not only improve your mental game on the course, but you'll improve everything that you're doing that affects your game uh, off the course as well. And I, I have found, you know, you're talking about walking the dog and, and these other places that the, the dog walk is when I've been listening to imagine golf the most. And, and of course you're, you're on there, you know, doing so many of the reads uh, in a, in a very calming uh, uh, manner and you do a great job of that, but it's really is you use that word snackable. It's that perfect, bite-sized amount of content uh, sort of to, to break your day up and give you a little bit of time to focus in on the game and uh, what makes you tick. Yeah, I think that's, that that's, uh, you know, it's just uh, kind of, it just, yeah, humbling to hear folks, you're using the app and like, you know, you, you're, you've so much of your life is in the golf world. And, you know, that even, even though you know, most of these stories, you know, you still, you know, you still find time to kind of go back to them. And, you know, we hope to even, even somebody of your level of golf knowledge, you know, we hope to find some gems that you hadn't heard before or tell the story in a way that you haven't heard. And, um, you know, we got, I twisted your arm to get some of your, your, your beautiful stories in the app as well, you know, from your, your book, um, the, the, the nine essays book. Um, what's the title of that one? Nine, the nine, nine virtues of golf. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, and that, that's been fun to work oh, yeah. on with you guys. I've, I've really yeah. So, uh, um, but yeah, the, the, one of the things we found consistently when, you know, we do a lot of surveys is folks said, you know what, I haven't actually spent any time on the mental game. So, um, so folks are going from zero, you know, to three minutes a day. You know, that's like a, you know, that's infinite, infinitely more than they were before. And, um, you know, I, you know, very, very early into, you know, gardening now. And, you know, you, you know, you only have to, you know, water a plant, you know, a few times a week, you know, it takes about 10 seconds, you know, to give that, you know, to, to give that plant the, 
some of the nutrients it needs to grow. So, you know, a 20 hour book reading experience is often difficult for the modern consumer. And that we just, we got a lot more, mm-hmm. just a bit busier and there's so much more stimulation, but um, yeah, you, you water your mental game for a few minutes a day. It's, it's really going to make a, you know, it's going to make a significant difference, especially if you haven't done it all at all. Um, and uh, yeah, so we, um, and that, that actually goes for the mental game of life as well. Yeah, so, uh, so many <laughs> of us, we get in the rat race and, you know, five, 10 years go by and we're like, well, you know, uh, one of the, um, you know, seven habits of highly effective people is sharpen the saw. And, um, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to find time to sharpen the saw when you're just go, go, go. Uh, so this is really three minutes each day is a container of time. We're trying to, you know, invite folks to come into and, um, and reflect and pause and, and learn. And there's all sorts of great research out there on the positive impacts on mental health and wellness from, from learning connecting with your passion. Um, and for so many of us, golf is our passion. We can't get out every day, but we can, you know, through a really immersive audio experience, try to take you there, um, take you to, a, take you to that place where, that where, uh, you know, it's as if you're on the, you're on the tee or walking down the, the first, uh, at Pinehurst number two. So. <laughs> yeah. And a, and a good walk that is. Um, you know, I tell you the other thing, Malcolm, that I really like about the app is, you know, I, I, me and my friends, you know, we, we play a ton of golf together. We've got a great group of guys, but you know, we're, we're also, we, we, we're very competitive and we're, we're jabbing at each other and, you know, kind of poking fun at, uh, you know, everybody's failing all the time. So you, you get into that mindset, um, pretty frequently and (laughs) you, you forget that, or I guess you forget what it's like to have someone give you a pat on the back and tell you that you can do it. Um, you know, we don't, most of us don't have caddies or anything like that. You know, uh, you know what I'm talking, when I say most of us, I mean the golfing world, but you know, we need that. We need someone to tell us, Hey, you, you got this, you can do it. And you know, your messages always end with just this very positive reminder that, you know, you can do it. You know, if you can imagine it, you can do it. And, and that, you know, just that alone is, is, is pretty powerful. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, I, I think you're spot on there. I mean, there's again, the default mode in the human brain, you know, all the psychiatrists and psychologists and, uh, you know, researchers around the human brain, you know, write reams of research papers around this, the default mode is negative. Um, and, uh, yeah, so there's, there's, we, if I think if you were to print out our the human thoughts, you know, we got 60,000 thoughts or something each day, you know, just print out what we say to ourselves on the golf course. I, you know, I've told you the story about my, my friend's, uh, 10 year old son I was playing with, um, it was four of us and three, three older guys and a 10 year old boy. And, you know, on the, on the last hole, he said, you know, he had the putt to tie the match and, uh, it is you know, not even a three foot putt. Um, but he's, you know, he's so, you know, nervous he, he jumped up and down right before he hit the putt and he said i know i'm gonna miss this and then he hit the putt and he and it, and it missed and you know at, even at 10 years old the brain is designed to be thinking i'm gonna mess it up or you know to be thinking over and over again about something we, we did mess up uh so yeah to change that to be more positive is we think that's that's part of our mission you know to it's going to be very hard to go from a you know 15 to a five or a 
25 to a 15 uh, or um, a five to winning, um, you know, the masters. Uh, if you're, if you're thinking, oh, probably not good enough. I probably don't have this. You know, so it's is a real call to adventure. You know, imagine what's possible. Imagine, yes, somebody's going to win Augusta in 2030. Yeah, yes, that could be you if you're, you know, the 14 year old listening to this. But you got to start thinking that way. Um, DJ thinks that way. Tiger thinks that way. <clears throat> Fred Couples <clears throat> famously, you know, uh, you know, would hang out at college with Jim Nance and they they play it over. Jim Nance, as he, as he was announcing, you know, Freddie, you know, winning the Masters. And then they, they imagined that over and over again. They played it out and it actually happened. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that. That's an unbelievable story, that story about imagining I mean, in, something that's possible and then they made yeah. it happen. So, yeah, it's the, the power of affirmations. And all right, so let me ask you. I know you got. I know you're. You know, busy uh, startup founder. So I know you got a busy schedule today. And uh, and we'll be doing more of these. You know, conversations in the future. But I want to know as someone who's in that startup world. Uh, you know, you're, you're in the, uh, in California mm-hmm. on the West coast startup, you know, founder running a business, you know, managing a team. What are the, you know, in a, in a, in oddly enough, one that's, you know, focused on the mental game of golf, but what are the similarities between the work you're doing every day as a startup founder and, um, the game of golf and, and, you know, it, where can people who are, learning more about the game or maybe, you know, people who are deep into the game who want to go out and try, yeah. you know, to found something that's a startup or a wild idea. You know, what kind of advice would you um, give to them maybe uh, through that? Yeah, Jay, we should, we should write this book together. This is a great, it's a great one. I mean, um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't, I haven't thought about this in a lot of detail, but we're just doing a bunch of work right now on um, the round before the round. Uh, which is, you know, either the night before mm-hmm. or, or the morning of, you actually are going through in your head the course that you're playing that day, every hole, every shot, you know, and you're saying you picture yourself on the tee, actually pretty quick exercise, you know, you kind of maybe it's like a 10 or 15 minute exercise, but uh, you are you are literally walking through uh, the, the optimal shot that you're going to hit on that course. It's a lot easier if you played the course before to picture yourself. Um, you can do it on a new course, too, though. And for me, that's a huge thing in a startup. You know, it's so easy just to be reactive and just rock up to the T, you know, rock up to your inbox and and just start. Um, but the days where you, you take some time to think about what you, how you want the day to unfold, you know, really go th- take to slow down a little bit at the beginning of the day and, you know, just, okay, my first hour, I've got, you know, a call with Jay. Here's, you know, I'm just going to give that 30 seconds of thinking how I want that to go. And then, I've got an interview. Okay. How do I want to play that shot today? And then I've got, you know, lunch with my wife and, you know, what, you know, how do I want to, I don't want to show up for that. And, you know, and as you're doing that, you kind of have these ideas that the universe sends you. It's like, Oh, you know, it just, you're more prepared when that, during that part of your round. And I, I oftentimes think about a day as a round of golf, you know, you, you get a certain number of shots and you're going to make some mistakes. You're going to hit some thin or fat, um, but each day, you know, if you can, if you can hit some shots, you know, and, you know, really pure, you know, um, you know, it's kind of exactly as you envision it, you know, uh, you know, that it's, it's like hitting a great pitching wedge to, to two feet, you know? So, um, I just think that that's a big thing right now is I, I try to do that each day and some days I'm better at than others. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I think it's uh, that's one of many chapters in the book. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but yeah, that's 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 a thought that comes to mind. So, what well, what about you though? Because you you got a yeah. new business as well. So, how do you think about you know the, the golf and and business overlap? I think they are so so much resembling of, of each other. You know, I every day, you know, you were talking about it earlier, you know, you're going to make some bad swings. You're going to, you're going to hit it in the wrong place. Um, but one of my greatest skill sets on the golf course, and I've, I've, I've wrote about this in my forthcoming book, you know, is, is being a recovery artist, right? I mean, I'm pretty, I'm a, I'm really yeah. good from in the trees, you know, and I'm, I'm really good, you know, putting from off, way off the green and, and hitting some really unique shots. And the thing is, is like, there's only one way to get good at that. And that's by screwing up a lot to get there. You know what I mean? And, and I, and I, I feel like in my, um, my personal, you know, business journey, that's, that's also something that carries over is like, I will, I, I, I tend to have, um, a little bit of forgetfulness. So I have to like, you know, build some systems in to try to, you know, trigger me mm-hmm. to remember a lot of different things. And I'm a one man band. So I'm, I'm juggling a lot. And, you know, what, sometimes, you know, I, something slips and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, I, I, I didn't, I, I haven't gotten that yep. done yet. And, and then I, when I'm under that gun though, when I've got that really tight window, it's actually some of the best work that I do. I, I, when I, when I know I've got, you know, two mm-hmm. hours to get something you know done before I told someone I was going to have it to them. Uh, sometimes that actually is, is when I'm at my best, which is unique. And again, I feel like the same thing on the golf course. It's usually when I'm like mm-hmm. really in a pinch where, you know, the, the best of my game kind of, you know, shines through. So, you know, I, I that's something I probably need some therapy on altogether too. Yeah. Maybe there's some imagined golf. I that's a big I one. I, I, yeah. I mean, we, under pressure, you know, how do you, how do you perform? And, uh, and also not beating yourself up too much, you know, it's like, okay, you know, Hey, got a lot going on. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. you know, we got to turn this one around quickly. And, uh, I think that's like, you know, yeah, that's, yeah, it's just, that's another chapter that, that's it. And that's, that really resonates a ton with me too. So, I mean, gosh, like, yeah, let's have another session on this. This is, this is a fun one. So, uh, so many golfers, you know, golf and business, you know, go hand in hand, you know, and, um, you know, it's, it's just, there's, we all talk about that, but I'm, I'm not sure if anybody's written the, uh, you know, the book on golf, golf and business. So it's got to, you're the man. Yeah. I think, I, I think we just came up with totally. a, one of our yeah. next projects. So, uh, we, we've got some good stuff there. I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with a thought on that, that, you know, I remember when I was about 15, you know, I'd been out there grinding pretty hard one evening, you know, hitting golf balls behind the house and, I came in and my dad kind of looked at me and said, you know, son, he's like, I, I don't know where the game is going to take you. He goes, but I will, I will promise you this. It will open more doors for you and lead and lead to more opportunities for you than you'll ever understand while you're out there. You know, you're out there tonight thinking you're going to be on the PGA tour and, and that may happen. He said, but it's going to lead to a lot of good things. Just, just continue to stay with it and, and, yep. and don't ever quit working at it. And, um, it's one of the best pieces of advice I ever got in my life, you know, and, and it's how me yeah. and you get to have conversations like this and stir up other kinds of trouble. And, uh, I'm excited to be able to continue. Oh, me to too, my it. friend. So let's, uh, yeah, 
I mean, I wish the whole country didn't uh, sit between us, but we're going to we're going to get get around soon, either uh, out west or over east. So we'll make it happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Or maybe St. Andrews, uh, you can say. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> sign me up. So, um, well, yeah, let's um, yeah, let's let's do it again soon. And uh, yeah, keep imagining what's possible. That's it, man. Well, hey, thanks for your time. Now you got a lot going on, and uh, we'll definitely be circling back uh, for another one of these conversations. All right, Jay. Uh, very Best to the family. Talk to you later. Bye, buddy. All right, Mel. Thanks, buddy. Talk soon. Bye, bye.